Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The, the, the brothers are back in the building. Brother J in NYC and Brother L in the ATL. The, the, the Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You ready? Let, let's get the conversation started. I emphasize that if anyone is listening to this as a replay or listening to it live, Connect with furthering fathering. You will be encouraged. You will be edified. The 20, 30 minutes that we're on the radio chopping it up is nothing compared to the energy and the strength you will receive from men who love you just because you're a man. And then as they get to know you, they speak life to you, they challenge you, they affirm you, and they enable you to be powerful where you're needed, which is with your family. Brother Derek, you're saying hello. It's not only, a, it's not only um, good for the child, but I think it's a mandate from God. Um, I think the heart of the Father belongs to men, and God has called us to be that for as many children as we can. So I don't echo everything you said. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with that, and I think um, the call is for more men to embrace that truth so that we can begin to rebuild our community, our nation, one family at a time. Jones in the ATL. Yes, yes, yes. Today's show, Every Princess Needs a King, How a Father, The Father, and Dads Affect Women and Girls, Part 2. Ah, I have had a very, very rough one, yet and still, I am excited to be alive because God is so good. Proverbs 31. 29 to 30, since we're talking about our dynamic daughters of distinction, actually God's dynamic daughter of distinction, it reads as follows. Many daughters have done virtually, virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Ephesians 6. One to four. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for it is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Psalm 144, 11 and 12. Rid me. And deliver me from the hand of strange children, whose mouth speaketh vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood, that our sons may be as plants growing up in their youth, that our daughters may be as cornerstones, polished after the similitude of a palace. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your great love towards us. Thank you, Lord, for you are the Aleph Bet Aleph. You typify, you exemplify, you model what is fatherhood. Help us as dads. Some of us girl dads. Some of us don't have girls. But no matter what, help us to understand the importance of a father in a daughter's life, that if we be a father of only girls, we raise them up 
to be honorable, virtuous women. And if we have boys, bless them to know and value the nurture in the, uh, in, uh, the nurture nature of a woman, and that they may indeed digni- uphold her dignity, because she is also made in the image and likeness, and she is your daughter. We thank you, Lord, for victory in families. Hallelujah. With a father-daughter dance is not a physical dance, but a lifelong conversation, a hug, and embrace in love. We thank you, Lord, in the matchless name of Yeshua Mashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen. Today's show is brought to you by Unique Loop de Loop. Uh, Wendy Jones, the owner. Check her out on www.uniquelooptyloop.com, where, where they say, be your authentic self. Life is too short to wear boring jewelry. At Unique Loop de Loop, they promote authenticity originality, uniqueness, and, of course, bold beauty. This show is also brought to you by the Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Your pastor, me truly, yours truly. Also brought to you by ICAF, I-C-A-F, the International Christian Apostolic Fellowship, which is having their midwinter conference in California on the 17th and 18th, it's a leadership conference, strategic leadership in uncertain times. To find out more, go to www.icafglobal.com. This show is also brought to you by uh, Fly TV channel and home where celebrity interviews happen. With the channel for celebrities, where athletes, entertainers, and other celebrities put their content on for families to, to for their fans to see. They also have a uh, no guns and no gangs, uh, um, along with their partners at the Nassau County Office of Youth Services. Uh, for more information, call 516-227-7115. Ah, yes, 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 yes. We had a phenomenal discussion last week on uh, on. Why it is important? Why is important that daddies uh, honor, live honorably, but also why daughters should honor the other fa- fathers and what they gain from that relationship? Because princess needs a king. If you like last week's show, you're going to love this week's show. Um, you know it was phenomenal last week, but we look forward to uh, our dynamic daughters of distinction. The, 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 our partners uh, who have been blessing us all the while, uh, but we choose to honor women. We're a fatherhood organization, yes, but we're a family organization. And the Dynamic Daughters of Distinction will be launching their podcast coming soon. We'll, we'll, we'll keep you posted. So even as this is National Women's Month, we want to be specific about the father-daughter um, relationship. So I'm going to open up. I'm going to open up our first caller. Ah, 3694, 3694, how are you doing today? Blessings, Bishop, how are you? Ah, what's up, Bishop, love you, love you, Brother Derek, I love you. How are you, how are you today? All is well, sir, just enjoying here, just wanted to soak in the wisdom that you're sharing. Yeah, um, we have... Uh, uh, you happen to be a girl dad, and um, I, I know that you love your daughters. You love your daughters, and you, you, you know, you exemplify it not just in presence, but also in word, also in leadership. Uh, and I, I want to say, <laughs> well done, well done, well done. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah. So, 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 just to, to catch you up, last week uh, we went over seven reasons why girls need a strong father, and we had Sister Melissa Lambert from Moonversity and Sister uh, Charity Jackson, and they did an incredible job. And I hope to have some of them on again this week. Um, come in and really 
uh, uh, lay down why fatherhood is so important to women, why it's so important to girls. Because, yes, we say we're raising our children, but guess what? We're actually raising adults. We're actually raising our girls or we're raising future wives or we're raising future mothers, grandmothers. <laughs> so we, yes. want, we want to give them these, uh, at least these seven things, and we really only got through three and a half of them. So one was his devotion, the father's devotion and discipline sets her up for success. Number two was his approval affects her self-esteem. Number three was his affection determines her modesty. And we really got to stop here on number four. We got a little bit into it, and it's his behavior towards women affects his daughter's self-respect. Um, Derek, when you hear the importance of the behavior of the father, and uh, why is it so vital that the that a father live out a certain style, a certain intentionality, a certain behavior, not just toward his daughter, but even in the vicinity of his daughter. Well, um, you shared initially how the relationship between the father and the daughter is so critical. I have two. I, one just turned 29 on March 11th, and one is 17. So there's a bit of a range in there, but in speaking with my, my oldest, uh, she's in Springfield, Missouri, she says to me that um, she, people know me without ever having met me because, because of the influence my life has had on her. By being consistent, by standing by the principles, she's watched the principles I've talked about be lived. And while <laughs> while she was younger, while she was... 15, 16, 17, she didn't agree with those things, but life has given her time to see that the love God put in me for her was what she needed to become a sound young woman. She now parrots the things that I said. And what is very, very important in terms of the behavior towards women is that she saw a number of things in her childhood. Um, She and, uh, well, I am not currently married to her mother. She saw that even through the separation of the relationship, respect for her mother and respect for women was required of everyone in the family, even in the transition. Uh, And the way I treat her, meaning my daughter, and the things that I share with her, the way I, you know, I will stand strong in terms of principle, but never harm her, taught her how to be treated in relationships. And um, being a fervent, I mean, fiercely protective New York guy who is also a father, who is also a Christian, um, I've had to jump into a little bit of action just to let her know physically that, you know, Abba Father in heaven sends angels, but you still have one walking around, you know, in flesh and bone. And if something happens, you can count on me being there, regardless of the distance and the time it takes. So, in just reflecting and sharing a few minutes with her during her birthday, she shared with me how over time kids, he, you know, she takes care of kids in a, a center, a treatment place, uh, I can't, I'm wrong word, group home, forgive me. And a lot of the young people that she's trying to lead, she says she leads with specific phrases and with specific scriptures and the same principles that I try to uh, share with her are the ones that she parrots with these young people whose lives she's influencing. So the father-daughter dynamic teaches them how to see themselves, how to expect to be treated, and, and you know, when the father shows them how women are to be uh, treated and spoken to, it can create, as you were saying, the right structure within them. Powerful. Powerful. And you, you left off with a, with a great word, structure. You know, the word instruction, I like to break things down like that. Um, Instruction, inner structure. You build the inner structure 
from the quality of the instruction. So your daughter will not break down as easily because her inner structure has integrity because you have admonished it um, and, and you have uh, incorporated and you've instructed her in that way. And it says train your child up and nurture them in the admonition of the Lord, and you've done so. And because she looks up to you and looks up to God, being upright is her norm, which is powerful, which is powerful, powerful, powerful. Uh, 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 love you, brother. Love you, brother Derek. I'm going to let the next person in, but I'm also going to go into number five. Number five is his devotion to his daughter and his family helps define relationships for the daughter. Number 4734, how are you doing? 4734. Well, well, greetings, uh, Bishop. How are you? This is Elder Charity. How are you doing, Elder Charity? Oh, God bless you. How are you doing today? You, uh, uh, I'm I, doing I wonderful. I... Last week you were phenomenal. You and Melissa were phenomenal. And you not only are doing wonderful, you did wonderful last week, so I'm really excited about your responses this week. Um, when, when, and you talk about devotion a little bit last week, but it says yes. is devotion. Devotion helps us to define our relationships. That's powerful. So, can you can you share with the with, with the listening audience? Uh, not you're in you're in North Kakalaki, right? Actually, no. I'm driving from California back to North Carolina. <laughs> wow! And I literally just made it to Alabama. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yes. So, yes, I, I went to spend time with my sister, uh, opening up her business, and spent time with my mother. We had death in the family. Uh, my uncle, um, who also operated as a, you know, a father in some ways. Um, you know, we talked about the uncles and, and uh, extended family as far as uh, men in our lives. To also spend some time with my spiritual father, and we were talking about the devotion, and uh, while I was in California, and I, I needed a favor, and that favor was to pick up some things on behalf of my sister's business, and I was able to reach out to my spiritual father to help me, and my spiritual father, uh, Bishop. Arlene Alexander out of Long Beach, California, you know, his devotion to his spiritual daughters and and even his uh, biological daughters. As uh, Last week I talked about my, my biological father, but this week I would like to talk about my spiritual father who just extended his arms to to be there, you know, with without any question, um, you know, during his time, and and just as I saw, uh, have seen over the years his devotion to the church, but also to his to the first family, and to see wow. that love and devotion to his wife, um, who, who is over the women's of excellence, uh, Pastor Bobby, and his daughters. I've been that extended daughter being a daughter of the church. And so that devotion is that devotion is very critical because it does help us to also heal in areas that we may have missed it even in our biological homes. Um, even in our careers, even in our our, our uh, careers on the job or even in the community. So I just want to pay comment just really really critical that our that we see our spiritual fathers also operate just like um, Brother Derek mentioned earlier, is being able to be an example to us in, in that devotion 
um, is phenomenal. It, it made us it made us feel safe and secure, and it also gave a sense of validation that wow. oftentimes when you're you're single, um, or if the husband or brother or anybody else is not available, when those men step up and say, "Hey, I can help you. I can be there." It's nothing like having a man help you. <laughs> nothing like having a father help you. <laughs> it's, 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 it's at a whole nother level. You're like, oh, he's there. And, and you just feel this sense of pride and gratefulness and uh, grateful to God. It's like, man, you know, we really appreciate it. And I just wanted to pay homage to my pastor who, in, in Long Beach who just stepped up and said, hey, I'll be there for you all. I'll go handle this for you. And he took care of it, and it, it, it just took a load off. And um, and and he's been consistent. That's another key yeah. thing I want to share. He's been consistent with showing how, how a man should treat not only his family but his extended family. So... I just thank God for that. So that devotion is very key. Consistency in your devotion yes. is very, very key. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that word devotion, um, from vote, you know, dare vote. Yeah, I like to do that with words. <laughs> dare vote. And uh, that means a choice. That means you are choosing to focus quality time, care, um, and a, 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 a time listening, a time hearing, a time helping, and it's specifically and poignantly focused for the benefit of that person. So, and it is, as you said, it's consistent and perpetual. So it creates trust. So, so, the devoted spiritual father who is devoted to God uh, because he's humbled himself and devoted himself to God, it is not too much for him to be devoted to God's beautiful creation. The last thing he created was, uh, was in, in essence, was woman. And you know what they say about the big, saving the best for last, right? Um, so, so his yeah. devotion... His devotion to God, his devotion to women, his devotion to his family, his devotion to his ministry speaks. It speaks volumes, height, width, and depth, right? And, and, and so, so that there's a clear picture because this is his devotion helps to define relationships. So that height, width, and depth are boundaries. Um, um, so, so many of us want to go outside of the box. But this is a box, a treasure chest. Uh, a devotion creates a, tr a treasure chest where, where valuable things are kept. So there's a keeping. Uh, as a dad, you seek to keep. You, the, uh, Abba keeps us. You know, when we say we're kept by God, there's a security that comes with that. So, yes, we want our dads to be devoted to God, devoted to his spouse, devoted to his family, devoted to his ministry, and de definitely devoted to his children, his daughters and his sons. So um, the next one, the next one is his emotional fulfillment helps us to avoid emotional dependency. The dad's emotional fulfillment uh, it, 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 he not only is fulfilled himself, but he sees to it that there's fulfillment, which means he has to pay attention to his daughter to, to, and to actually ask the question and not assume. It helps to avoid emotional dependency because someone who was ignored will cry for attention in unhealthy ways. So, that being said, I'm going to start off with Derek. Derek, when you hear that, 
a, a dad's emotional fulfillment helps his daughter to be uh, be to avoid emotional dependency. What does that strike up in you, and what does that mean to you in your relationships? Well, what it initially brought to mind to me was how fascinated both my daughter and I were with each other as she was just progressing as a little girl and, you know, growing into her womanhood. You know, I was her first hero, and the way she would look at me, you know, was just different, and it, it, it hit different. You know that phrase, it hit different? What what bonded us and the, the connection that we had um, being available for her when she needed me. And what I mean by that is, you know, when men we're providing, we're doing, and sometimes just being in a room, you're not there. You're a million miles away with your thoughts. And I believe because my daughter, my older daughter and I, now with my, my, my baby girl, um, trying to be present, emotionally present when they need me, has proven to uh, create a stability, create a security in them that I'm praying will continue to guide their lives. And what what I mean by available is just being present, not distracted by other stuff, not working on some other project, sitting there holding her hand or doing a tea party or actually, you know, trying on wigs because my, my youngest is into wigs and she seems to think it's cute for me to wear them. Now, I'll do that for her, but anybody who else wants to joke about it, the other part of Derek will show up. You understand what I'm saying? So the emotion, I'm connected to my daughter emotionally. There is, there is. I'll say little to nothing, but there's probably nothing either of my daughters could ask of me emotionally that I wouldn't be willing to give or provide, so they don't go without their needs met. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, um, maturity begets maturity. And emotional maturity, I'm going to leave this for charity, um, emotional maturity begets emotional maturity. So this is, a, this is we're in 2022, this is a catch-22, because sometimes because of the heroism in the past, the, 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 the John Wayne uh, 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 machismo, the fallacy, uh, uh, the tilted crown, um, uh, 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 harem having um, emotionally unavailable uh, persona uh, and uh, fallacy of, of ma- and portrayal of masculinity creates emotional immaturity, and that can do emotional create an emotional dependency or a complete lack of trust uh, where everything. Is, uh, is a sign or signal of failure in men. So, charity, emotional wow. fulfillment. When you see that either from a man or, or a father gives that to a daughter, how does that impact her? And if it's not there, how does it impact her? That's a good one. Um, actually, I just experienced that. I um, I turned the wrong way and ended up in the mountains. And my father called and asked, where are you? And I was frantic. I was like, oh, my God, Dad, I'm this and this and that. I went from a 51-year-old to a, like a 10-year-old <laughs> driving. <laughs> and his calmness his calmness guided me mm. to the next freeway to the next step to give me the next steps and say okay take this route okay look yeah. for this these are landmarks these are signs and if he was frantic or yeah. had anxiety, like, why would you do that? Why would you turn? Why are you by yourself? Or why are you this? That would have made me even more afraid, insecure. It really would have traumatized me even more with the situation that I was in. But because yeah. he was able to calmly say, hey, take this route, 
look for this. These are signs you look for. I was able to go a direction that I was able to actually enjoy and embrace the beauty of God's nature. And mm. he was able to calm me down. And it was a path that I was able to even become one, even more so talk to God in a different way in the mountains. So I thank God for that emotional maturity that he had at that time versus yelling at me, you know, you're an adult, you should do this, and why are you doing this? And also for the, for the emotional maturity that I recognized that, oh, I need to listen because oftentimes when you get older, you're like, oh, I got this, Dad. I got this. You don't need to tell me where to go, and then we make a mistake. But even with that, it helps me to see the calmness. It helps me to understand that I can humble. It's okay to humble yourself, even no matter what your age is. And um, so I just experienced that, and now I'm on the right path, right? (laughs) <laughs> because I because I listen. <laughs> That's powerful. So, that that'll um, pre- it's very Elder, that'll it's pre- critical. <laughs> yes. Yes. That it's was very awesome critical to have both. Yes. 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 So, yes. so, so it is very critical to have both on both sides. Yes. Yes. So you had a dad PS, not a GPS. You had a dad PS. <laughs> And, and, and he, yes. and he, and, and he helped not only guide you, he helped to calm you. So, so that emotional fulfillment brought you peace. And it's very interesting that you said you, you went to when you were frantic. It was like you were a ten-year-old because what happens is, uh, in our fear, immaturity seems viable. It seems to make sense to us because that is what we're feeling at the time, and, and, and that's what we're emoting, so very often that's what comes out. But the voice of not just reason, but the voice of reasoned love and care and inflection gave you direction. That's beautiful. Dad, Dad deserves a, a round of applause <laughs> because your lostness, your lostness, hallelujah, your lostness brought you to a, 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 a vulnerability, and that Bishop? vulnerability was 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 uh, led you to call your father. You know, Mama knows best. Yes, I will give Mamas the 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 the, 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 the you know that 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 you know, Mamas know best, but Dad is no blessed. <laughs> yes. So. And you know, it's it's funny you say that because my mom, I didn't tell my dad I was traveling. My mom called my dad and told my dad, "You need to call your daughter and track her while she's out." And I was like, oh. "Mom, why you do that?" But I'm so grateful she did because <laughs> I needed him. <laughs> I needed <Yes>. him. <laughs> yes. You know, <laughs> I needed him. He tracked the weather. He told me everything, and I just, I was just grateful. I was like, okay, I'll humble myself. <laughs> oh, that, that's powerful. Bishop, can powerful. I share a story? Oh, definitely, definitely. So it parallels what Elder is Elder Chastity? Is that Charity? Charity. That's, charity. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Um, I, I love the parallel between your natural father and your heavenly father in, in that instance. Because, you know, you're a mature woman, you're able to do these things, um, but your trust in his ability was the prayer that you were praying to God quietly, you know, I'm lost. So you're praying, and your natural father answered by being available to you as a GPS. It's just I, I, I saw a beautiful harmony there between the two. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes definitely. And, and, and 
Cherry, please let Derek know uh, what your father does for a living. <laughs> oh, uh, Bishop A. Isaiah Jackson, senior in Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama. He's a, <laughs> he's a carpenter. <laughs> I'm
I'm going to leave that one to you, uh, Elder Charity. Um, Repeat that last part Although it's not the fulfillment It contributes, right? Yes, yes Like, Like Though You become Because you become emotionally fulfilled You don't have the dependency Outside With unhealthy dependency Emotionally on on men that you are looking to connect with or be with. Um, yes, the, the the husband will contribute to emotional fulfillment, but there will not be a wholesale emotional dependency on her husband because of how the father modeled emotional fulfillment to her. I don't know if that that, that helps. Well, I'll, I'll... <laughs> Yes, I did. I'll I'll speak to it in two ways, and I didn't know if any other women was on the line. So um, I'm gonna I'm a divorcee. So I'll speak to the first time I was dependent and was looking to him to do everything because I thought that that was the goal. But after healing, I want you to understand what I just said. After divorcing and healing. I didn't look to him for everything, but I understand how to yield to allow him to fulfill a need when he wants to fulfill a need, when that man wants to be there. If they want to be there emotionally, I've learned after I healed, I've learned how to allow them to be there. There's a time sometimes for women we're not in a hill place where we will allow a man to be there because we think, oh, I don't really need a man. And so I've learned after healing that it's okay to allow a person to be there and and there being a help and not necessarily a fulfillment. So you're not necessarily looking for that dependency on them, but allow them to be what they would like to be and to give to you so that it can trigger that cycle of giving and receiving and blessings in that, in that realm as well. But that only happened after I healed. That's powerful. That's powerful. You just unpacked a whole bunch. You see, in, (laughs) in this world, very often, in our loving our daughters, and in the popularity of society, there are things that are pushed on our daughters that are unhealthy. One of them, that because I love to study, uh, I looked up diva, and the word diva comes from the word deus, D-E-U-S, which means God or goddess. So what happens is, As someone seeks the God level, they no longer seek love, they seek worship. Hear me now. As they seek worship, there tends to be a manipulation that goes on, and if there is not a fulfillment of the worship, there becomes judgment. And a hyper-criticism becomes lightning. <laughs> and uh, uh, um, the, the role of the eye becomes thunder because it is impossible for a man to meet that level. It is, it is spiritually impossible because of the limitation and the sin nature in a man uh, 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 for him to uh, reach that level. So what happens is that's where a battle of the sexes starts to occur. And uh, I've seen it in my life. Uh, I've seen it happen uh, as we've ministered to, to men and women. And it, what you said was the beautiful word you said was after I was healed, now I see. It almost sounds like that song we all know and love. 
amazing grace. <laughs> I was first was lo- I was blind. I first was lost, but now I'm found. Blind, but now I see. As a former divorcee myself, I know exactly and precisely how those dynamics can go into play. And it becomes, instead of teammates, they be- you become opponents seeking a throne that ne- belongs to neither one of you. So it's important that emotional fulfillment, when we're told to love our Heavenly Father, uh, 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 Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ says for us to, and it comes from Deuteronomy also, love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. But then the second one is like unto the first, that we love our neighbors as ourselves. But then you go to Philippians 2, and it takes it to an even higher level. It says for you to look on someone else as higher than you. So that's where the joint submission comes in, and that's where we run into issues because we're, we're, it's pumped into us by society and our flesh and spiritual wickedness. The, the stuff that was said in the garden is still being said but repackaged, and we are seeking independence while we're in marriage. And uh, it, uh, we have to learn the, the, the beauty of submission. Submission is not slavery. It is the wisdom of the deeper mission. And when there is joint submission, there is covenant. And that, 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 that is what a dad is teaching to his daughter as he is submitted and emotionally fulfilled by his submission to God, hallelujah, and the joint submission to his spouse, it helps the daughter understand the value of humility. Because as the, the society pumps up independence, the center letter of pride, I, becomes God. And I need to be fulfilled, and I need to have my way, and I need to be worshipped. When, when, when I become an idol, we become dull in our senses, in our sensitivity, and what happens is it causes, it causes a divestment, uh, which is a divorce, <laughs> which is a separation, ongoing fight, even though you stay together which is disagreement, which means you're not really walking together, but you're walking together. So uh, it's important that dads teach their daughters as they are submitted to God and to their spouse that that, uh, that they too must be also submitted, accept the deeper Mission. It is not slavery. It is sub, under the deeper mission. The deeper mission always involves love. Uh, okay, the next one, and, and uh, uh, we're going to uh, close after this is dads teach daughters not to settle. And this is a sketchy one. Dads teaching their daughters not to settle. That is, it could go in multiple ways with this, because sometimes, sometimes settling is what's necessary for there to be peace and growth. Sometimes, as it says in the word, a husband is won over by silence and not verbal violence. (laughs) Anyway, uh, but in, in choosing, in choosing, because ultimately Colin Colin Pickney, our brother who we love, down in North Kakalaki, the the the, uh, the chaplain of the of the Charlotte Hornets and the leader of of the of Harvest International, the Harvest down there, that does awesome work with the homeless down there in Charlotte. He said something very, very, very powerful when we interviewed him. I, I don't know how long ago it was, maybe 2013, when we started this broadcast. This broadcast, and he said. 
the 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 father it's important that we raise our daughters because they choose the next generation of fathers part of your choice is is this man it is 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 this man king material is this man father material is this man Husband material, is this man submitted to God? Is he playing church? Is he even in church? Is he is he following after false gods? All these things are going to be considered when you say that dad is not to, uh, 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 is the model and teaches his daughter not to settle. Can you speak to that, Charity? Woo-wee! <laughs> yes, I opened it. I opened it. You got to prepare for the next work next week, right? <laughs> Ooh, I, I was on mute, like woo wee. Okay, so so as you all can tell, I, I mean, I got a little sense of humor, and so in my mind, I was thinking. I remember a situation where. I had asked this brother to do something for me, and um, since my father has, he's a carpenter, he's taught me how to do, you know, build things. And uh, this brother, he couldn't even hit a nail on the head. And I was like, <laughs> oh, he's lazy. And I can't, uh-uh-uh, no way. We are not going to go to the next level because if he can't even put up a door or a shelf or something like that, I can't deal with that. But it was a lesson that I learned in that, again, after I healed and began to learn the difference of what I was being taught. It wasn't to judge him based on his ability, but to understand what he was capable of doing and accept that. Yes. And and when I did that, it changed, it changed my dependency, and then I began to understand also through my other brothers, Brother Lamont, Bishop Jeremy, <laughs> who have been um, teaching me through further and fathering and how to heal in areas where I no longer judge the team of not settling and but basically understanding what I was being taught to understand my desires. Yes. And when you, as a woman, when you understand your desires and when you understand the teaching and when you know what you want, then you won't settle. But we can be taught all day, but until you know what you want, uh, it could potentially go by the wayside and then there's some form of judgment that could set in. But yes. it is very critical that we are taught so that we can understand that those teachings is to help us to define what we want if that's what, if that's the path that we want to go down. And so so it's very critical that that we're taught, you know, very uh variances and yes. Um, so that they're not calling somebody lazy when they're really, when they're pretty good with picking up the phone and calling the plumber instead of busting the pipes themselves, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if if something is broken in the house, don't fix the bathroom, don't fix the kitchen, just pick up the phone and call the person who has that skill set. (laughs) And that's okay. never watch the Cosby show. <laughs> you obviously never saw Bill Cosby in there busting up everything instead of calling the mechanic right. or the plumber. Right. <laughs> but I had to learn that that wasn't a lazy man. Right. And once I understand what I was being taught, then yes. I didn't settle for what I want. I wanted. I understood that I wanted someone who was dependable, and that dependability could mean him picking up the phone and calling the plumber and calling somebody who has the skills there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm just a little comical as it relates to that, but 
But anyway, I just wanted to share that part. That's, <laughs> I, I understand. That's, that's, that that <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. Because not everybody has the same gifting. It doesn't mean that then you're less valuable because you're you're the you know they make you know you look you look at a, a, a professional basketball team you know you have players that are on the court who get all the glory, but then you have a trainer a personal trainer who may be the best personal trainer on the planet but you don't know their name, right? Just because something is more popular does not make it better. It's just different, and and you said the beautiful word was variances. You know, yes, we train up our children in the way that they sh- they should go, but but we also have to avail them, like we talked about last week, because not everybody has their dad at home. Um, uh, uh, to, to to other aspects of of masculinity, other aspects, not just what what society says. Not just our expectations, but sometimes we have to delight in the Lord. And he will give us the desires of our heart. In other words, we don't know what desires are right. Sometimes he has to impart and implant righteous desires, realistic, smart desires, right? (laughs) You know, like smart goals? You have to have smart desires, right? (laughs) You know, uh, 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 there has to be a sensitivity, right? Right? So so you increase your options through wise observation to see how the value of someone's actual gifting and where it could go, right? Uh, um, uh, uh, As daughters who will be helped meet, sometimes helping meet, is helping them meet their potential. And you have to know what their actual gifts are, not the ones you expect are, but what their actual gifts are for them to meet their potential. Wow, we have three minutes left. Brother Derek, um, you have, you, do you have any uh, closing words? Uh, honestly, I've just been enjoying the fellowship. I, I Honestly, I love, I really do love the depth and the layers that I added to the furthering father and communications just by having a blessed lady in, uh, in, in the conversation. I really do love the, the different dimension that is added there. As far as that father part and protecting them, I'm, I'm learning because my, my 17-year-old is my bonus daughter, and I've known her all of about four or five years through dating and now two years of marriage. And, you know, there is a place that I know I have in her world, and I'm trying to find the safe way to be the things that I perceive she needs that she may not recognize she needs yet because there was no real father presence. So, um, you know, I I know of her, her natural, and she knows of her natural, but all the interactions have led to disappointment. And I'm not trying to pay that bill because that's not mine to pay. What I am trying to do with this young lady is show her the value that I see and love her consistently enough that she might hear the love I'm giving her to drown out the the screaming absence of a father's love prior to my investment in her life. And that is my that is my challenge. That is my um, my goal is to see a secure young lady flourish. And that, that is, I think that epitomizes the Father's heart for all of us are, as, as souls. Oh, yeah. I, I wish that when Jeremy and Derek were playing dodgeball back in middle school that they would one day know that Jeremy would be a bishop and have a global ministry. I wish that, wow. you know what I mean? And uh, the Father's <laughs> heart stayed connected to you to see it manifest. I'm saying that to say it's my heart's desire to stay connected to this young lady until what she's intended to be can occur without excuse from the absence of a father. You understand what I'm saying? You feel Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah, hallelujah. We're down to the last minute, and what you just dropped was incredible. 
which means that this conversation has to continue some more next week. Um, and next week, we will be honoring, we'll be honoring some new dynamic daughters of distinction. We're still working out the details, and we look forward to next week as we continue the discussion of every princess needs a king. Thank you, Charity. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Lord. This is Further Fathering, where fatherhood is elevated. And thank you, Bishop. Yeah, <laughs> hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 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 where fatherhood is elevated, uh, uh, families are empowered, and communities are transformed by five core principles, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, training. We thank you, Abba, for the leadership that you're giving us, the love, the grace that you're giving us, the power, love, and the sound mind that you're giving us, the victory that you're giving us. In the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, amen and amen and amen. Till next week, we love you. Be excited to be alive. Amen. Amen.